0: Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. What a way to start a Sunday morning. Come on, can we give some God some praise? welcome everyone joining us online, welcome those watching at Ruth and Naomi's, welcome those watching all around the world, and welcome you guys for making it out, for starting your week off with us, investing in yourself. You may be seated, man, but on your way down, you better compliment at least one or two good-looking people. You're in the right place. Wow. So we've been doing this series, Are You Satisfied and I've been really looking forward to this one and at the same time it's probably one of the biggest challenges and biggest struggle because it also comes with the greatest reward. And that is, are you satisfied in your relationship? Are you satisfied in your relationships? And some of you may say, yeah, I am. But you know, we can always get better. God is always calling us to more. He can do above and beyond all that we can hope, imagine, or even dream of according to the power within. When you think of are you satisfied in your relationship, are you satisfied emotionally? Are you satisfied physically? Are you satisfied spiritually? There's so many levels to our relationship, our relationship with God and the relationship that we get to have with one another. The good news is in all of this, God has a plan. He's got a plan, a plan to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and to give you a future. But like anything in life, we need to be willing to move from conforming to some of our own comforts and be willing to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, Romans 2. It means stepping out and it means looking up. It means walking through trust especially through the trials. It means being obedient, if we are to obtain the blessing and the satisfaction that we can find even through, I should say, especially through sacrifice. I wanna look at a relationship today, a relationship that has gone for so, gone beyond so many generations that it includes you you are a part of that seed. You are a part of that that relationship and you are a part of that revelation that we, I believe, will receive today. That relationship is about a man named, he was first known as Abram. You might know him as Abraham and Sarah. Abram and Sarah. And we're gonna go into Genesis 15. Turn my Bible the right way, there we go. It's a good start. And if you're following along, you know, I gotta give it up uh, for my sister uh, Janine and the team with Uversion. If you notice in front of you, there's a, a little uh, QR code you can scan. Now there's Version Church, and we're on there already. And you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, it means that, you know, it's actually collecting information from the devotions that people are taking to the questions that they're seeking. And, and it's expanding our reach. And also on there, if you go to the U version, if you got the app, can you just lift it up in the air or message me right now? If you got it, awesome, awesome, got the app. Right at the bottom of that, when you go to U version, click on events, and on events you're going to see the first one that will pop up is College Street Church, and then on there you will find all of my notes. So you can take your own notes. You can go deeper. Turn to someone and say, "Go deeper." Come on. And, I, and I'm sure you're going to want to take some of your own notes. That so God's going to speak to you today. And you're going to want to write it down because Habakkuk 2, 2 says, take the vision, write it down, make it plain. Why? So those that read it can run with it. We just did health last week. Okay. How many runners? We got some runners who got healthier since last week, who made some decisions? Come on, give it up for those people and give it up for yourself. Yes. Thank you. It is the application. That's the important part. So let's go into um, Genesis 15. It's right in the beginning of your Bible. It's the first book in your Bible. And we're going to start right there uh, in verse one. It says, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. I am your great reward. But Abram said, sovereign Lord, sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no child, so a servant in my household will be my heir. And the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. Then he took him outside And he said, look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord credited him as righteous. I want to look at verse 5. Verse 5, when it says that the Lord took him out and said, look up, look up. Turn to someone and say, look up. How many of you actually looked up? No, were pretty good. Look up at the sky and count the stars if indeed you can count them. So shall your offspring be. Satisfaction is seeing beyond the ceiling that you have placed over your relationship. It's seeing beyond the natural so that you can experience God's supernatural. And this is how the Lord allows us to see beyond what we can see with our own eyes, but what we can see with our heart. The Lord wants to take us out. He wants to take you out of the confinement of the ceiling that you have placed on your relationship out of that tent so that you can look up and you can see even greater things. The greatness that is in store for you by God with a relationship with him and him alone, the relationship that he has for you with you and your spouse, with you and your friends, with you and the church. He's got more. Someone say he's got more. Mm -hmm. There is a miracle waiting to be birthed out of your relationship, waiting to be birthed out of your marriage and waiting to be birthed through covenants. Your covenant with your friends, your covenant with the body of Christ, covenant with the church. You know, the church is married to Christ. It is referenced as the bride of Christ in revelations 19 verse seven. It says, let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the lamb. Who's the lamb of God? Jesus has come say has come And his bride has made herself ready. Are you ready? Are you ready to receive what God has for you, Connor? Are you ready? Bro, you look ready. You look fit. The lady said, amen. Are you ready to receive the revelation that God has for you in your relationship? If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Okay, good. Just checking. But see, but before we can see, we need to be willing to step. Step out because faith without works is dead. Too many times we move by sight instead of the power and the might that God has for us. When He, every time He told He, he told Abram to do something, He said, "Go and then I'll show you. Go and then I'll give you the next step." Are you willing to take that next step? Before we can leave, we must first learn to listen, we must learn to trust, and we must learn what it means to obey. And again, that word obey, if you know that you're obeying the very one who has greatness in store for you, whose ways are higher than your ways, thoughts are higher than your thoughts, who has so much blessing for you and your relationships that you cannot contain it, we love because he first loved us. That is why we obey. That is why we listen. And that is why we learn to trust through the trial. Well, I'm going to move forward a bit. So after this promise, a long time had passed. Since the promise that was given to Abram and Sarah. and, And later on, the Lord sends messengers. The Lord sends angels to visit Abraham and Sarah to deliver this message. And if you flip forward to Genesis 18... verse 10. Genesis 18 verse 10. Then one of them said, this is the messenger, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife will have a son. Now, Sarah was listening at the entrance of the tent, which was behind him. And then in verse 12, it says, so she laughed silently to herself and said, check this out. How could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? It's so good. (laughs) Verse 14 says, is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time. Come on. Is anything too hard for the Lord? might feel worn out you might feel you're too old but God's not finished with you yet is there anything too hard for the Lord don't miss your miracle because you're trying to figure it all out in your head instead of trusting in the Lord with all your heart too many times people we miss help we miss our help because we fail to believe in our hearts Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all ways, always acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. He will direct your path. Satisfaction is believing in the birth of a blessing. I think Sam said it this morning, it is expectation that brings on the anointing. How many times in the Bible did Jesus say to someone, go, you have been healed by your faith. You have been healed. It is your belief. It's the belief that will stand in the way and help you get through to the breakthrough. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? When we come together for the purpose of discipleship when we come together for the purpose of love when we ask ourselves every morning what does love demand of me today what does love expect of me today our life can become limitless because we serve the limitless God God is love when we come together like this for the purpose of discipleship, to worship Him, to honor Him. Worship does become our weapon. And when we do so, we see miracles. We see signs and wonders for all of us who believe. The signs and wonders will follow you when you believe. Before your breakthrough, before your blessing. must believe is there anything too hard for you? we get to witness and see people born into the body of Christ we get to see new life we we, we get to see people adopted into the family of God and it was like that you were always made for this family it's like we, we meet some of you it's like we've known you for such a long time Like our whole life, we can't imagine. Why? Because guess what? We're brothers and sisters. We were created by Him in His very image to come together for His glory, for His honor, to be blessed and to be a blessing. Ephesians 1.5 says that God decided in advance, someone say advance, in advance to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him, the scripture says, great pleasure, great satisfaction. Come on. It's satisfying. It's satisfying to see people set free of bondage. It's satisfying to see people set free of sin. It's satisfying to see relationships restored. What looked like impossible, become the possible. What looked like it was dead, be brought to life and become a reality. Says sometime later, Genesis 22, let's go to Genesis 22. Oh, we're just going through this all. I hope you take the time to read through all of this. Genesis 22 verse 18. Nope, let's start verse one, sorry. Verse one. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. You ever felt like you're going through a test? Someone laughed. So I know whoever laughed definitely can relate to that. Yes. I always encourage my friends, my family, those in leadership, that testing always precedes promotion. You know, God... He's more than enough. His strength is made perfect through your weakness. He proves himself through the trial that he's there, that he will never leave you nor forsake you, that you can do all things through him who gives you strength, right? And he says to him, he tested Abram. He says to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, So now the promise has been fulfilled. He's got his son, Isaac. Take Isaac and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will show you. What? Now some of you are thinking, how could this possibly be? But if you study history, you will know it was a common thing to sacrifice people. It was not uncommon. It is uncommon now. Praise God. But Just wait, wait, wait for it. There's more to the story. Someone say there's more to the story. Satisfaction is the ability to sacrifice what you love most. It's the willingness to sacrifice what you love most. It's giving your best to God. Are you willing to give God your relationship? Your relationships? Are you willing to lay down your way for His way? Do you trust him enough that through this trial, that he will help you triumph? That there's got to be more. Maybe there's more that he's going to do than the first instruction. And you get so caught up in your head, you miss what he wants to do in your heart. Well, you're willing to give God your best. Speaking of my best, I'm going to invite my bride up, Charmaine, Pastor Charmaine, come join me. Whenever God asks something of us, he always has something greater for us. Where would you like to sit? Take it right there. It, It takes faith to lay down our fleshly desires. It takes trust to go through the trial. We've had a few of those. And it takes obedience to obtain the blessing. We know that satisfaction does come through sacrifice. So what does that look like for you, honey? What does, how does this speak, all this speak to you? In
1: through sacrifice. Well, even just as we have gone through this week together with all of its awesomeness and some highs and lows for us. Um, but we haven't been fighting, but but fighting has been on my heart mm-hmm. and just kind of what that looks like. and. And like when it comes down to it, simply picking the good fight. You know, I think it's so easy. Okay, fighting and grumpiness. Those are the things on my heart, which might sound ridiculous. But, you know, there's, when we talk about when we feel dissatisfied, a lot of times we, that grumpiness can be there, like just just kind of irritated with something. Something's not quite as we'd like it to be, whether that comes from like selfishness or whether it comes from disappointment in ourselves or others um, those kind of things can be there but just the idea to remind ourselves to pick the right fight what's the right fight right we're fighting the good fight of faith and when we think about that even in our relationships when we want our relationships to portray jesus and to represent jesus to the world you know we can't be expecting that other person to live just live up to what we think they should do. We have to be looking at our own hearts and looking at how am I fighting the good fight of faith for my relationship. Right? Just picking that good fight. You know, it's it's easy to it's easy to quarrel, you know, little quarrels. But when we when significant moments happen in our life, it's funny how those little things disappear all of a sudden there's nothing to fight about because it's not it's not really that important. And when you were talking about Abraham and you're talking about the tent. You know the tent can be a good thing and the tent can be a limiting thing right and we talked about abraham it's like get out of the tent and look up it's like you've got this one you're like i just want to have an heir and god's like but i want to give you countless like i've got way more than you are all worried about in your little tent like get out of the tent and it's just picking that good fight it's right it's 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 getting out and and I know for us, and, and this, is a, this is from experience, this isn't just me saying nice words, but when we're in it, I have never felt stronger at the same time. Because it's not me. It's greater as He who is in me. You know what I mean? I am surrounded. It may look like I'm surrounded. And I sure am <laughs> by Him, you know? And I think that's just where that when you talk about sacrifice, it's like it's laying down the nonsense, it's laying down the need for the outcome that I've decided I need. And it's just lifting your eyes back up, right? That fight to keep our eyes on Jesus, that's where it's at.
0: Beautiful, honey. Well said. Thanks, Pearls. Thanks, babe. <laughs> you know, it was Abraham believing. It was his belief. In the promise that God gave him, it helped him go through what many people would say, see as this is just another problem. But he leaned into God's word and what God has spoken over him. And in Genesis 21, verse 12, it says that the Lord said, Do whatever Sarah tells you. Husbands, listen to your wives. For Isaac is the son from whom your descendants will be counted. He knew that promise. That promise didn't go away. There's a huge revelation here because too many times, again, we get caught up in our head and we miss what God wants to do in our heart, that he's able to do above and beyond. So if he said it, he said his descendants are going to come from his firstborn Isaac, and if he's going to lay down his son Isaac, that means he believes God's going to lift him up and resurrect him There's no other way that he would continue for it. And you know, if you read that in Genesis 22, before they leave their servants there, he says, we're going, but we're gonna come back. He already had it in his heart, even though God says, we're gonna come back together. Even how's that gonna work? Like that is takes some supernatural belief and understanding in the power of a resurrection and the resurrected God and what He can do. When you think it's dead, when you think it's over, when you think that that's all, or that you think, oh Lord, I just need this one, just this one, He's like, watch what I do. Because the plans and purposes I have for you goes way beyond just your generation, but generations to come. And so whenever we face a problem or whenever you face a problem in your relationship, you gotta know that God always has a greater promise in uh, Genesis 22, verse 12, and it says, the angel came down and the angel stopped him and said, do not lay a hand on that boy. He said, do, do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And I can't imagine what that would be like and for, but we know what it's like for God, the father. To lay down his one and only son. That's what foreshadowed what was to come in the New Testament. I'm going to ask if you guys would stand with us. God is calling us to another level. Another level of trust. Another level of obedience. And not to withhold what he's about to give you. Because he's about to pour out such a blessing on your relationship that you cannot contain. The takeaway that we have for you guys today is satisfaction in our relationship requires sacrifice. Is what is that thing that you've been holding on to so much that you haven't yet laid down before the Lord so he can lift you up, so he can lift your relationship up? What's that ceiling that you placed in the way that he's asking you, would you lift it? out of faith but you step out because in order for Sarah to have a baby it required a miracle I think there's many of us that are waiting on a miracle and it can only come through the one and only son that is Jesus is there anything impossible for God In Genesis 22, 12 to 14 said Abraham looked up there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns when he, he went over and he took the ram he sacrificed it as a bird offering instead of his son so Abraham called that place the Lord will provide And to this day, it is said, on that mountain of the Lord, he will provide. I don't know what mountain you're on right now. But you got to lean in to his promise that he will provide. Just like he provided his son, the Lamb of God. He wore a crown of thorns on his head just like that round. says, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were perfect, while our relationship wasn't like we wanted it to be. While we missed out, while we turned away from Him, while we even denied Him, He died for us. And He hasn't given up on us. So if you're here today and you don't have a relationship with God, that's the point to start. At. Paul says in Romans ten nine, if we believe it in our heart, we confess it with our mouth. Jesus is Lord. If we believe that God the Father raised His Son from the grave, that we will be saved. You know, I was sharing this with a friend once. We thought that you know maybe if I was just a good person one day that I could go to heaven. I said, the problem with that is none of us are good. There's good in us, but only God is good. But the good thing is you don't have to wait to know. Just like there's a point when you were in a relationship or if you were ever dating or courting your spouse before you got married, there was a point in your relationship when you knew that you knew that you were married. And the same with your walk with God, there's a point in your relationship when you can know that you know that you are saved. And that can be today. Maybe some of you are coming back. Whatever it might be, I'm gonna lead us through, we're gonna lead you through a prayer right now. And we ask that you just pray this prayer with us. You bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's invite God in to our relationship and into our life. Repeat after me, say, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I know what it's like to be caught. I
1: know what it's like to be caught.
0: To focus on the wrong things. Focus on the wrong things. To limit myself. To limit myself. And to even limit you. To even limit you. I know what it's like to sin. And I'm asking for your forgiveness. For your forgiveness. I, believe I believe. That you died for me. You died that for you me. died for my sins. For and that you rose from the grave. I'm asking you, I'm asking you to, come life, to come into my life, come into my heart, and be Lord over my life. I choose now to follow, I choose to follow you, in Jesus' name, in Jesus name. amen. I'm just going to ask that Pastor Charmaine continue to pray for us and just to pray over relationships in this house, if you don't mind.
1: I don't mind. <laughs> All right. God, in Jesus' name, we just come before you and we just thank you for being with us in this place. We thank you, God, for your presence. God, And it is your presence, Lord Jesus, that heals us and that changes our perspective, Lord God, and shifts our focus onto what matters. And God, for every person in the house today, I pray for grace upon, upon their lives, God, upon their relationships, upon the mountain that they are standing on, whatever it is. I thank you, God, in this moment that you are surrounding them, that they are feeling a strength um, just begin to straighten their stature, Lord Jesus, that they will stand up straight and they'll put their eyes on you and know that I can make that decision. I can do that hard thing in the name of Jesus and in the strength of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you are giving clarity Right now, in this moment, to people that are wondering, that are confused, that are lost, that aren't sure what to do next, I thank you, God, that you are giving them clarity. You're giving them next steps right now. I thank you, God, for mercy on marriages, Lord Jesus. I thank you, God, for making a way where there seems to be no way. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for provision. God, it says on this mountain, the Lord will provide, and we thank you, God, that in those dark places, that you are providing. And we just thank you, God. We praise you for that. And we thank you for making yourself known today. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: I'm going to ask you to stay in in this moment in the heart of worship. Just keep your eyes closed if you don't mind for a moment. I really sense that as we continue to press in, there are certain things that God is calling us to lay down. And you know what that is and i think you need to speak it out and into existence you need to lay it down i'm believing for sickness to be laid down for depression to be laid down mental illness laid down pride pride lay it down at the foot of the cross whatever that might be let's just lay it down now Remember, the day of your hurt is the day of your healing. You're called to lay down. To not let the sun go down. To not give the devil a foothold. Oh, don't give him any more. Lay it down. I'm going to ask while eyes are closing and, and, and heads are bowed. If you could think of something you need to lay down? Nobody else is watching, just you me. Would you just give me a thumbs up? You got something right on, all around the room. You got something, amen. We're just gonna believe for that. Second is this, if when we prayed, you prayed that prayer, inviting God into your heart for the first time, and accepted him, get ready, get ready, get ready, to have your life forever change. Would you just give me a thumbs up? one else is watching, just us, awesome. Well, let's continue to worship our God. Let's continue to lay down whatever that weight is, every weight, let's lay it down at the foot of the cross. Let's worship him. I'm gonna ask the team to open up the, lift the lid on the stage here at College Street. We're commissioned to make disciples and the first step in discipleship is also baptism. Baptism, the word means to be fully immersed in the water we are called to be baptized with christ it's not a wait for the right moment it's a now moment it's what are you waiting for moment it's so that authority of the sin can no longer be on your life that when you are baptized with christ and you go in the water you're buried with christ but most importantly you're resurrected with christ you leave all the rest of you the past everything that's holding you back so if that's you and you would like that. We'd be honored to do that with you. Just come forward. If you need prayer, if you need healing, come forward. And we'll be down there. We'd love to pray with you or step in the water with you. Let's worship. Thank you for tuning in today. And thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.